1: Terms and
3: conditions apply. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code Fire and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. I told you guys to get <laughs> about last week. I said Rams. I like Chiefs. I hope you cleaned up. Bet just five dollars and get two hundred and eighty in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code straight fire at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner is Super Bowl fifty-six. Must be twenty one or older is the minimum age, and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources. Void were prohibited. Gambling problem call one eight hundred gambler. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369.
1: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
3: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. Thursday, July 29th. NBA Draft Night is here, finally. I'm sure you guys are getting tired of me talking about the NBA Draft. It's weird. Everybody loves the NFL Draft. Pours over it for months. There's the combine. People go crazy for the NFL Draft. NBA Draft, the juice just isn't quite there, but I do want to thank everybody For the kind words about the Matt Babcock interview, Uh, he was splendid. Jay Billis earlier this week, Fran Fischella last week. You could tell I love the NBA, but I also love the NFL. We have an awesome NFL topic today. Aaron Rodgers unfiltered. uh, Airing of grievances, if you will, on Wednesday. Just an incredible, unbelievable 33 minutes from Aaron Rodgers at the podium. Dude, it felt so senatorial of Aaron Rodgers. Just like he basically announced his campaign to run for whatever the hell he wants to in Wisconsin and win. He won over everybody. It was an inc- one of the better press conferences I've seen from a quarterback in recent years. I hope Russell Wilson's taking notes for his uh, Seattle situation that's coming to a head. Like, it was just masterful Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that. Um, I don't know how much more NBA draft stuff will do in this pod. Um, it, there were no trades on Wednesday. Uh, I, I don't really know what, uh what's to to make of anything at the top. Um so I don't think there's gonna be any changes. Uh you know, my gut tells me probably Cade goes first. I've had Jalen Green number one on my my board. I think he has the biggest upside. You guys know that. Um NBA draft I will be glued to it tonight. It's it's so exciting. Um I I absolutely love it. But programming note, your boy will be hosting speak for yourself today. Um uh, very exciting with uh, LeVar Arrington and Rick Buecher, Uh Today and tomorrow, actually. Thursday and Friday. Uh, fun. And then next week. Oh, yeah. Undisputed. All week. And it's going to be a good one because NFL camps are in full swing and NBA free agency. So next week's going to be popping um, here on the pod, obviously. And for me, uh, over at FS1. So um, catch me over there as well. Now, I before I get to Aaron Rodgers, um, and this is a dicey topic. So, on, I think, it was, yeah, Tuesday, I asked Rob G. Rob, what are you guys doing on The Odd Couple? And he said, we're opening with Simone Biles. And I was like, oof, what a weird topic that is. I, I can't imagine that sports fans really care that Simone Biles quit in the middle of the Olympics. Um, like, like, what's the story? She quit. Like, it's not that interesting. I, for, that was my reaction. And I saw some of it on social media. You know, the unwashed masses going after Simone Biles, making it a political statement basically if you're on the left and you're a black lives matter fan you're defending simone biles to the end right and if you're on the other side of the political spectrum you're bashing simone biles uh, endlessly that's like that's how it went that's how i read it now again that's just from my social media feed i got like zero vibe that anyone really cared about simone biles it became a political issue and it was thinly veiled you know it's it goes back to one of these um, one of these like philosopher statements that I heard, if all your political beliefs line up with one political party, you're not a clear thinker. Like if that's what you are, hey hey, let's make this a political issue. We'll all hammer Simone balls. then you're just you're just a sheep. You're just following the crowd. okay? And then Wednesday, I played pickup basketball. I've had a regular pickup basketball game Wednesday, uh, I don't know, for pretty much six months, outdoors, you know whatever. Uh, maybe eight months at any rate the guys show up and in between games one of the dudes who is a doctor says oh so uh jay what's your take on you know simone Biles?" and i was caught off guard i was like oh i didn't didn't really thought that much about it she quit in the olympics like what's the big deal then there was some silence and like then everybody started to chime in and it was like oh there's something here. Like, people actually were passionate about Simone Biles. You know, and like, the pickup game has a bunch of dudes. Um, I, I, listen, I'm not trying to hype these guys up. Some of them listen to the pod, some of them probably don't. Um, there's some high net worth individuals uh, in the game, a lot of banker, finance guys, um, some sharp individuals, obviously. It, it's a, you know, we got a group age range, what, 30 to 50, I guess? And everybody had a take on Simone Biles. And what was interesting to me was, oh, well, I believe this, but I'm not going to go out there publicly and say that. And I was like, oh, interesting. And, you know, the consensus was, well, Simone Biles quit, period. Like, she quit. Now, again, there is nuance involved. The mental health stuff, you know, I read a bunch. I spent a lot of time after the game reading about Simone Biles. She, you know, she was... You know, diagnosed with ADHD and um, obviously she was uh, involved in that awful uh, sexual assault case involving Larry Nasser in U.S. Olympics um, so like she's been through some stuff and you know Simone Biles is like 24 and it's it's easy to say she quit because that's what happened but I think crushing her for quitting is weird and like it feels very aggro to be going after a 24-year-old gymnast for quitting when she's basically the most accomplished gymnast in the history of the sport. Yeah, that's real. You guys can look that up. Like, th- then it gets weird. Like, well, is she the GOAT? And it's like, okay. So I, I didn't even realize this, but Simone Biles wears, like, a, you know, Olympic out- outfit when she's doing the pole vault. or Not the pole vault. The vault and the, uh, all-, all those events. She wears it and has like a goat little insignia on it of sorts. And, you know, is she the greatest of all time? Well, it's there's no doubt that um, she is the most decorated um, gymnast of all time. Like that's an inarguable fact. Look at the numbers. More than just the Olympics, the world championships and all that. But then is she the goat? And again, like, again, how many people? are equipped to get into a real serious discussion about who the gymnast goat is. I certainly am not. I'm not, you know, like, I could probably name a handful of gymnasts. So you could say, well, Jay, the same applies. You don't, you're not equipped to get into a World War II discussion, but you can do some reading and decipher who, you know, all, all the important factors and who won World War everything. You could get into it. and. Sure, you can. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not going to dive deep and headfirst into a Simone Biles discussion. Where I found it got really super-duper interesting was, okay, what kind of precedent is there for someone quitting in, like, the middle of an event? And everybody wants to make this leap. They want to get out their idiotic jump-to-conclusions Matt, and say, oh, well, if LeBron did this, like, that is asinine and reductive and really, really stupid. It's just dumb. And one of the guys at basketball said, Well, Kevin Durant. And I was like, Wait, hold up. Kevin Durant never quit. Well, if he did. Like, I'm not t- I'm not getting into a a hypothetical on if this person did that. So then you start thinking about, okay, well, who has quit? And the one that comes to mind is Roberto Duran against Sugar Ray Leonard, the famous boxing match. Now the nerd I am last night, I dove deep into a YouTube rabbit hole of Roberto Duran versus Sugar Ray Leonard. And, like, I'm a kind of boxing fan. I don't, I, you know, I but for whatever it's worth, um, Shane Mosley, like, works out at my gym. I haven't seen him in a while. Played pickup basketball with him a couple times. Super nice guy. Um, weirdly, I followed him on IG, and I would be like, oh, he knows me. You know, he'll follow me. Never follow back, so I unfollowed him. Pretty nerdy. Uh, anyways. Roberto Duran versus Sugar Ray Leonard is an awesome story. And you guys know the saga. So they fight in 1980, an epic bout. Roberto Duran beats Sugar Ray Leonard. And one of the the things that Roberto Duran was he got in Sugar Ray Leonard's head before the fight. Leading up to the fight, he started the mental warfare. And at the weigh-in, Roberto Duran says, after I'm done screwing you in the ring, I'm going to screw your wife. And he pointed at Sugar Ray Leonard's wife, who was at the weigh-in. And, of course, Sugar Ray Leonard gets super pissed. But Roberto Duran was in his head, and then he wins the fight. Okay? Sugar Ray Leonard was like right after the loss. It was a decision. And demands a rematch, and they're doing it like five months later. Okay? And what does Roberto Duran do after beating Sugar Ray Leonard? He goes back and parties like a rock star in Panama. You know, there's hundreds of thousands, literally hundreds of thousands of people are partying with Roberto Duran for beating Sugar Ray Leonard. He's the champ, blah, blah, blah. But... What does he not do? Prepare for the fight. The rematch, five months later, and then he realizes, holy shit, I'm way overweight. He's got to cut weight and blah, blah, blah. Well, this is the no-mas fight. They get in the ring, and, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard's getting the better of him, and Sugar Ray Leonard starts reversing the mental warfare and clowning on Roberto Duran. At one point, you can see this on YouTube. It's awesome. He winds up the right hand, you know, like he's going to do this windmill punch or whatever it's called. And then he sticks a jab and the crowd erupts. And the next round is when Roberto Duran, in the middle of the round, I mean, there was like, you know, 30 seconds left in the round. He just like stops fighting and puts his hands up. And then Sugar Ray Leonard punches a couple times and the refs like steps in and is like, wait, wait, what? And says, let's start fighting. And Roberto Duran, that's when he famously goes, no mas, no mas. He quit in the middle of the fight. That, to me, is the only true equivalent to the Simone Biles quitting. That being said, obviously, someone's beating your brains in in the ring is slightly different from the mental warfare of dealing with the world, of uh, America's weight on your shoulders in the Olympics. And not to bounce around too much, but I'll say this. Somebody did note at, ba- at pickup Basketball. Um, Michael Phelps was not in these Olympics. He's like a- an announcer for NBC in some capacity. The most famous athlete for the U.S. at these Olympics is Simone Biles, and it's not close because she dominated so much in Rio in 2016. You could argue, oh, Kevin Durant's famous; he's on a team, he's one of you know whatever amount of guys on the on the USA team. Simone Biles is an individual. Now she was competing on the gymnastics team in this event when she quit, but even the boxing analogy is not great. Now I do want to add. I know you guys are like Jason. Why are you talking so much boxing? Just hear me out here, okay? Everybody in Panama hated Roberto Duran. They bailed on him because he quit. Oh, you wuss, blah, blah, blah. They love him when he's a champ, and you love that adulation, and then when you quit, they bail on you. His family bailed on him. He quit boxing for a time and then had to come back, blah, blah, blah. Mike Tyson. Leave it to Mike Tyson to have the smartest comment on Roberto Duran's no-mas against Sugar Ray Leonard, and this does apply, I believe, to Simone Biles. Mike Tyson said, I admired the courage of Roberto Duran to quit. Sometimes the honorable thing to do is to throw in the towel rather than to continue it on needlessly. That's some smart shit from Mike Tyson. Like we think of Mike Tyson as a goofball and the, I'm going to eat your children, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, like Tyson's a little crazy. He's out there, but that is pretty smart. Simone Biles, it takes a lot of courage. To admit I I don't have it I'm sorry I'm bailing it takes a lot now the the counter could be why not just do it you lose you finish ninth whatever and hey I didn't have it I lost uh, th- that's a tough one like quit or just keep fighting plow through it which is the essence of sports there is going to be pressure you're gonna have you're gonna be losing you're gonna have to come back like this is sports like. It is a difficult conversation to have. Like I, 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 I mean, I can. The only thing I can confidently say is, is the fact here: Simone Biles quit. Now, are you blaming her? Are you going to bash her for quitting and then come up with hypotheticals? Well, if this happened, if Patrick Mahomes in the middle of the Super Bowl said, "My offensive line is abandoning me," I quit. Like that's, that's just. There's no chance of that. That's not happening. You're an employee in the NFL and the NBA, Major League Baseball. Okay. You are paid to play. If you don't have it, they'll pull you. You, I don't. I at least I don't. You're like in violation of your contract if you just say, "Yo, I can't. I can't do." I'm out in the middle of a game. I don't think you can do that. Now we've heard players like Kevin Love say, "Hey, I don't have it. I'm not there mentally." Paul George in the bubble. I get that. That that's another. That's a totally another story. I think where it becomes difficult with Biles is it was in the middle of a competition. That's the tough part. You know. I mean, hell, guys! I told you, in a small scale, nobody cares. I told you about the tennis tournament this weekend. I'm winning four-one in the semifinals in the first set. I'm rolling, and all of a sudden, I just the wheels come off. I start thinking about I'm gonna be in the championship. I, I never made the tennis team. I'm gonna win a title. All oh, this is gonna be for great, you know? I, what am I gonna do to recuperate for tomorrow? Oh shoot, I'm gonna miss my son's basketball game. Like, and then I just lose lose focus, and wheels fell off, and I lost. When I was down 5-1 in the second set and I knew it was over, could I have just said I quit, I'm done? No, hell no. Can't. I mean, listen, my wife was there, my kids were there, I had probably three or four friends watching. Like, could I have just quit? No, hell no. Can't quit, you can't throw in the towel. If you're good front running and winning and cool with that, you got to be cool with losing, it happens. So, I mean, again, I can't kill Simone Biles for this. I just, I can't crush her. A lot of people want to. I guess if you want to say Jason, is she the goat? <laughs> Define goat. what are we What are we doing here? Like Michael Jordan technically quit, wasn't in the middle of a season, wasn't in the middle of the NBA Finals, but they won three straight. He said,
0: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win
1: a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about
0: guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's gonna guard. And then on Love top of it,
1: like that, see that,
4: ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella, point game. I remember you came out from
0: crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock, and then he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember
1: what I told you? I said, I said, OJ, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't need it? Ain't <laughs> <Nick?"> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters?
3: I was worn down. I needed to get out of basketball. Michael Jordan quit. But not in the middle of a game. Like, this mental stuff is real, guys. That's obvious. Sometimes it can be too much. Now, if you let it affect you to the point you're quitting in the middle of a game, that's a major, major problem. But, again, I don't... I'm not here saying Simone Biles cannot be on the gymnastics Mount Rushmore because she quit in the Olympics. I mean, again, what... So if we're reducing everybody to their lowest moment, LeBron can't be the goat because of the 11, 2011 finals against the Mavericks. That's the comparison I actually like. Because, and I've interviewed tons, well, not tons, as many people as I could who played in that series. Hey, man, what happened to LeBron? They were up, they won game one. They were LeBron was playing great. I think they were up 2-1 in the series. Like, what happened to him? That was not the same LeBron James. We've never seen that. And it's, everybody surmises that it was a mental thing. He had put together the Heatles, The weight of basketball and the world was, I mean, basketball is a global sport, was watching LeBron. He's going to get his first title. He's with the Heat. And the moment became really, really big. And LeBron played as poorly as I've ever seen him play. And I think you guys would agree with that. If you look at, I don't know, LeBron, let's just say he's played 100 playoff games. He's played more than that, obviously. But if he's played 100, that NBA Finals were without a doubt his worst two or three games. And they all came in one series. Like, there was a mental aspect to that. I don't know if LeBron will cop to it. I don't know if he ever. If anybody's going to ask him about it or he'll just not avoid it. Um, but without question, the mental aspect is something. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co c-o and use promo code fire at checkout also i have to read this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical remember if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code fire
1: and we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the and there they
2: go almost on time this morning mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid
0: carry looks like dad has the bags
2: daughter is bringing up the rear
0: Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
3: Fox
1: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: When Roberto Duran said, no, Moss, I'm done. I'm. Uh, it's over. I don't have it. That's quitting. And folks, I I, I just, I'm sorry. I, I cannot get too upset with Simone Biles here. I know that that's like a fence-sitting take. And the problem in 2021, I, going back a couple years, you've got to have a take. It's got to be far and – got to be as extreme as possible one side or the other. I I, I just don't play those games, guys. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I mean, if, if – how's this? Jalen Johnson was at Duke, okay? And he played – I think he started eight games. Jalen Johnson said, I'm quitting the Duke basketball team, Okay? Absolutely eviscerated by the college basketball media. Go look online. Everybody bagged on him for quitting. My question: Are people keeping the same energy that they had for Jalen Johnson? He's a quitter. Are they okay? Okay, what then of Simone Biles? Because Jalen Johnson quit on Duke. I, I guess he wasn't gonna start a game or whatever happened. Um, but without a doubt, Jalen Johnson and Simone Biles there's something there there is a similarity between those two that I I mean again he had a scholarship at Duke Jalen Johnson he knew he was going to the NBA so he was going to get ready early like Simone Biles this was her swan song by the way she did not and I was reading about this she didn't have to be at the Olympics right she chose to go for like one last hurrah when she's got all the medals she's got the endorsement money like, she could have easily just said, I- "I'm good. I don't. I don't need to be there." Um, she wrote a New York Times bestseller. Like, I I, I don't know. It's a- it's a really tough discussion. But I guess my bottom line would be yes, Simone Biles quit. It's uh, the goat discussion is tough. Uh, I I don't know. Like Mary Lou Retton was injured in what the 1984 Olympics. She plowed through it and still got a gold medal and. People love her for trying and persevering. Like, that's the essence of sports, grit. I mean, a whole book was written about grit. It's a great book, by the way. I got it. Um, But And and then it becomes politicized. So you have these jackasses, like the Texas deputy attorney general coming out and saying, Simone Biles was selfish and childish and a national embarrassment. Like, that's where it gets reductive, and that's when I check, please, no thank you. I don't need to waste my time on this crap. Like, uh, so the only reason I brought this up and I didn't even realize it'd be this long of a ramble, was because guys that play pickup basketball were kind of hot on the story. And I didn't think that was going to be the case. And these are smart individuals, all college graduates. couple went to college scholarships. Uh, they're all making pretty good money now. Um, and, and it was a nuanced discussion, and I, and I really appreciated that. Um, and so shout out to my guys um, who were playing. And and made me talk about Simone Biles. Now, I'm very curious as to the reaction this is going to get. So I'm sure I'll hear from you guys on Twitter or on the DMs on IG. Um, but let's quickly pivot to Aaron Rodgers. And, again, I'll be talking about this t- later today on Speak for Yourself. Um, but I-, I loved unfiltered Aaron Rodgers. 33 minutes airing of grievances. Just a breath of fresh air in a sport where... More often than not, probably ninety percent of the time, athletes get up there and do the do the coach speak and speak in sound bites, and offer you nothing. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't really know how the Packers bounce back from this, because this is actually a quote from Aaron Rodgers. I feel like if you can't commit to me past twenty twenty one. And I'm not a part of the recruiting process in free agency. And if I'm not a part of the future, then instead of letting me be a lame duck quarterback, if you want to make a change and move forward, then go ahead and do it. That obviously did not happen. So basically the Packers were treating him like garbage. And then realized, oh, he's serious. We need to try to money whip him into staying. But guys, Aaron Rodgers just watched Tom Brady. Do, 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 have we not noticed that Tom Brady last year wasn't getting what he wanted, did not feel appreciated by the Patriots. It was Bill Belichick's show. Bill Belichick rode him like a horse to the end. And then Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft realized, oh, maybe we misplayed this and didn't appreciate Brady like we should have. So Tom Brady opens up his recruiting. He goes to Tampa. He wins a Super Bowl. Not a bad job by Tom Brady. He now set the precedent. So what do we have a year later? Russell Wilson piping up in Seattle. Hey, well, if you're going to trade me, here are the places I'd go. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I kind of want to say in free agency, guys. And then he went on to say, Green Bay isn't a huge vacation destination. People are coming here to play with me, play with our team, knowing they can win a championship here. That's a drop the mic, Aaron Rodgers. Yo. I know you guys think that it's like the culture and all this fun stuff. No.
0: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would
1: win a one on one. Yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on Love top of that. like that, see that?
4: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I mean, you came out of him crying. I mean, he was in a
0: culture shock. At the night. His, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember
1: what I told you? I said, I said, OG, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it mean it. <laughs>
4: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters?
3: Oh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, he wants to play with me. And the Packers misjudged that. I I think these NFL teams are a little slow to react what's going on with the player empowerment era. It's taken over the NBA. It runs the NBA. I don't know if it'll run the NFL. But the idea that the Green Bay Packers were not, like, having Aaron Rodgers in high-level discussions about free agency is, to me, insane. I work at a TV network at FS1 They know that uh, a a good buddy of mine, Colin Coward, he is like the face of the network. And Skip Bayless is right there with him. You don't think they're bringing those guys in high-level discussions for daytime programming? And on the weekends, the Sunday crew that runs Sunday NFL on Fox had super powerful show, highest-rated show. You don't think they're bouncing ideas off those guys? Like, I know, the executives ultimately have the say. But when you've got a superstar like Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Famer, a top five player at the history of quarterbacks, ever. He's top five for sure. I don't care that he only has one Super Bowl. You've got to bring him in the discussions. They weren't even using him. And then, really, the, what do they call it? The, the, the piece de resistance. Aaron Rodgers said the Packers have disrespected veterans on their way out of Green Bay. And then he had receipts. Randall Cobb, Charles Woodson, Jordy Nelson, James Jones, Julius Peppers, TJ Lang. He was name-dropping how the Packers kicked trusted veterans, loyal soldiers in the organization, just kicked to the curb. Folks, this was senatorial in every way possible. Aaron Rodgers basically owns the Packers right now. That's how it is. That's how I came away thinking like, But what's crazy is how does Green Bay let it get here? Egos in the front office? Like, I mean, I'm floored. I'm absolutely stunned that they could screw this up so badly that Aaron Rodgers could basically bend them over on the podium and just spank them. That's what this was. This was me spanking my kids, and I probably shouldn't say that because, what, are you not allowed to spank your kids now? You're, like, getting in trouble? I was spanked growing up. I know a bunch of friends were spanked growing up. We turned out okay. There's a difference between, like, breaking out the belt and beating your kid senseless and spanking them. And Aaron Rodgers just spanked publicly the Packers for 33 minutes. It was awesome. Aaron Rodgers has all the power right now. He sounds like he's going to get Randall Cobb back. Like, it's just embarrassing that the Packers let it get this far. And this should serve notice to other teams around the NFL. Hey, 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 hey. When you've got that star quarterback, maybe we want to listen. And I don't want to say capitulate. That's a bit strong, but maybe we want to keep him in the fold, keep him happy. He's our franchise. I always go to this Dan Marino. Okay. The Dolphins had it really good for about 15 years. Dan Marino, franchise quarterback, Hall of Famer, all time great. Since he's gone, what have they done? They've been searching a wasteland for 20 years looking for a quarterback, looking for his replacement. I don't want to go through all the guys. I would bring up the Browns, but they, I, they've they never had anybody like Dan Marino. Since Bernie Kosar, they've just gone through a million quarterbacks. Maybe Baker's the guy, I don't know. But like, the Packers don't know what it feels like to be searching for a franchise quarterback. They had Brett Favre. I think from like mid-90s to 2020, they've been set at the quarterback position, save for like a couple down years. 25 years, you get a little spoiled. I think the Packers organization, just a little, little bit spoiled on Aaron Rodgers. It's time to be like, Aaron, hey, we are sorry. Can we roll out the red carpet? We're not going to call you an Uber anymore. We're going to call you the black car. You know, we're going to get the high-end stuff. Like, Aaron, what do you need? Aaron Rodgers, we are here for you.
4: On January 19th, 2022, for BBDO and AT&T Radio, Ad ID AXWR0975000. Spot title: Fiber Lifestyles Meet the Walkers. BAU60, 60 second radio.
0: Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. Welcome to another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the at t Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds say hello to the walkers a family of not one but four gagillionaires each living up their gagillionaire life at ludicrous internet speed first up anna walker she dominates streaming like the matriarch she is no show ever goes unwatched under her watch next episode next up peter walker there's no stopping this dad bod from showing up to his virtual workout sessions let's go leg day and finally the walker twins they may look alike but couldn't internet more differently Harry dominates his fellow online gamers while Heather group video chats with friends.
3: Ooh, nice background filter, Jess.
0: Live like a gagillionaire. Get internet that upgrades everything. AT&T Fiber, now with speeds up to 5 gigs.
4: Limited availability in select areas. Speed's not guaranteed. Single device wired speed, max 4.7 gig per second. Visit ATT.com slash gig for details.
2: If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour.
1: If you could find a way.
2: To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes.
1: Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk
2: a mile mile in my my shoes.
1: shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling
0: lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest?
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: I want to close out this. Um, I know there's been a little bit of a, a rant here, but this story popped up. I think it's, you know, I know the NBA drafts is tonight, and that's big, but this story is super fascinating, okay? Top high school quarterback may skip senior year start getting name image likeness money now. I love this story. So there's this quarterback named Quinn Ewers, E W E R S. He is a high school superstar at the Southlake Carroll Factory in Dallas. I think that I'm pretty sure Southlake Carroll had Matt Stafford and a bunch of other superstars. Uh, or if if not, they had a bunch, they, trust me, Southlake Carroll is, is a beast. Okay? This guy has decided, wait a sec, I can't make name, image, and likeness money in the state of Texas because of rules as a high school athlete. But if I forego my senior year and I enroll early at Ohio State, I can start getting name, image, and likeness money now. He went and told Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports, I'm leaning toward leaving and going up to Ohio just so I don't have to deal with the Texas state regulation stuff and I can get in the system there and learn and, oh, yeah, make some money. Now, I know what you're thinking. How much money can he possibly make? There was a seven figure thing floated that people laughed at because, I mean, tr- truth be told, I like high school football and recruiting and all that stuff. I'd never heard of Quinn Ewers. Sorry. I'm just, maybe I'm a little behind. Um, but what's interesting is, Think about this. If you want to get in on the ground floor with a potential superstar quarterback, you could probably get in for cheaper now than when he becomes the starter as a freshman or whenever, a redshirt freshman, whatever, in a year or two. And, oh, his price has suddenly gone up. So you get in now, you get in early, there's money to be made on this kid. Now, this opens up a whole new can of worms as whether or not name, image, and likeness needs to be changed in Texas. Um, apparently, this kid Uers only has to complete one more class to fulfill his high school graduation requirements. That's pretty impressive for a high school junior. Um, you know, he's going to start college I guess twenty twenty two. But you know, that name, image, likeness money is tempting now. Now, I- I'm not going to go too too in depth on Quinn Ewers. Listen. South Lake Carroll uh, High School is a in a really nice area. This kid's family probably is doing decent. I, again, I, I should probably not make that jump to conclusion, but does he need the money? Probably not, but if you're a high school senior, what do you want to do? Hang around for your high school senior year or go out and start making money when you are going to probably be uh, the starting quarterback at Ohio State? And if you're that good to get to Ohio State, chances are that you're on the NFL's on your radar. Um this is just a fascinating discussion. I love all of it. I want these guys to get paid. They deserve it. Um, yeah, I'm fascinated by this story. So this has been a long pod. We did way more Simone Biles than I thought I would. We did Aaron Rodgers' masterful performance. And we did a little Quinn Ewers. And if you'd never heard of that guy, you've now heard of him. All right, guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, oh.